Hi, it's Steve Durr. Today we're going to have our encounter devotional over Luke 17, starting in verse 11. I'm going to read from the message, and I'm here with my new dog, Cece, and we rescued her from a puppy mill, and she does not behave well. And so we'll see how this goes, right, Cece? (laughs) So here we go. It happened that as he, speaking of Jesus, made his way toward Jerusalem, he crossed over the border between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, ten men, all lepers, met him. They kept their distance, but raised their voices, calling out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Taking a good look at them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. They went and while still on their way became clean. And one of them, when he realized that he was healed, turned back around and came back shouting his gratitude, glorifying God. And he kneeled at Jesus' feet, so grateful. He couldn't thank him enough. And he was a Samaritan. Dun, dun, dun. Verse 17, Jesus said, were not all 10 healed? Where are the nine? Can none be found to come back and give glory to God except this outsider? Then he said to him, Get up on your way. Your faith has healed and saved you. Well, there's the story in Luke 17, the encounter with Jesus and the Samaritan leper, the one of the 10 lepers who came back to return to Jesus to give him thanksgiving, to give God praise, to be grateful. And... uh, There's a great little book that I have um, called Spiritual Disciplines Handbook by Adele Calhoun. And uh, in it, it just gives you ways to engage with different spiritual disciplines. And when it comes to gratitude, you'd think gratitude would be one that comes very naturally for us to be thankful. But um, gratitude, even though it's so simple is something that um, I find to be uh, a challenge um, because it has to be uh, often a choice, um, like every other discipline of our lives. But I often want it to be something that comes naturally and something that uh, just happens. Uh, I want Thanksgiving just to um, happen because something great happens. And yet those nine other lepers, um, they had something amazing take place, uh, but they did not turn around and go back to Jesus. Um, They kept going about their lives as they should to go see their families and all that stuff. I would have probably done the same thing and praised God at the temple and all that good stuff. Um, But this one leper uh, pulled a 180 ran back to Jesus and said, thank you, praised God, was grateful to God. And uh, it's that choice. We all have a choice to be grateful. Um, And in this book, Spiritual Disciplines Handbook, it says that gratitude is a loving and thankful response toward God for his presence with us and within the world. Though blessings can move us into gratitude, It's not at the root of a thankful heart. Delight in God and his goodwill is the heartbeat of thankfulness. 
Let me say that again. Delight in God and his goodwill is the heartbeat of thankfulness. I love that. It's that understanding that it is a choice and it's delighting in God that moves us into gratitude. Um, there's a number of passages um, in scripture that are filled with thanksgiving and gratitude. Uh, much of the Psalms are just filled with this. But uh, what I love about this little book, and I just want to use this time um, together just to ask some questions and give some thoughts um, that are found in this helpful little book. Um, for example, uh, one of the questions that I found helpful uh, from this book was uh, here where it says, how has a grateful person affected your own vision of what matters in life? Have you been around someone who is grateful? I mean, Jesus was certainly impacted in the disciples by this one Samaritan leper, and it caught his attention. And the other nine caught his attention. <laughs> and so how has being around a grateful person affected your own vision of what really matters in life? I know for me, I've been around people who have lived on very little in life, and yet I've seen their incredible contentment, gratitude to God for all that they have, gratitude to God for life, the vibrancy of life they have, and it has really um, caused me to consider what life is really all about. How has someone who lives out of bitterness affected your life? Um, maybe you've recognized someone in your life who is, uh, have a lot of discontentment uh, or bitterness or seems to be negative a lot. My mom used to always say to me, no one wants to be around a negative person, Steve, um, because I would tend to slide toward the cynical or the negative. And uh, she would always just remind me of that. And so maybe how has that impacted your life? Um, how does your, uh, how are you addicted to criticism, analysis, or negativity? How might thankfulness be an antidote to a critical spirit? If you tend to maybe, like me at times, say, "Well, I, I you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a realist, right?" Or, or uh, I'm, uh, I want to be a little critical here or negative. How might being thankful or grateful? be an antidote to a critical spirit. And maybe instead of quickly running to solving a problem or seeing someone as a problem or uh, being critical, uh, moving toward giving thanks and making that choice. And so um, there's some spiritual exercises that can be very helpful to cultivate a life of giving thanks because the whole goal to having a life of giving thanks is to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's prompting. We want you know, to live a, a grateful uh, life so that we can be aware of God's work in our life um, and draw nearer to God um, and stitch our life together closer to him and draw closer to him. And so um, as we're being thankful, um, maybe it's begin a gratitude journal. It's an excuse to go out and buy a journal. There you go. 
For some of us, we love journals and uh, begin a gratitude journal. Keep a record of the abundances God has given you. Um, maybe for you, it's end every day or begin every day just by saying thank you to God. Um, just saying, God, thank you. Or just thanking God for one thing. Um, maybe write a letter of thanks to someone who's touched your life. Um, maybe think about uh, you know, what sort of thing tends to encourage you in thankfulness. Maybe it's a, a, a worship song. Uh, maybe it's spending time with friends or um, gifts or uh, helping people. And, and try to engage in activities and putting um, certain times, uh, you know, times with like worship songs or uh, activities that help you get in a frame of reference of gratitude, um, being around other people who are kind of Thanksgiving type people to help you kind of get in that mode and uh, and live a more grateful life. Um, create a thank you uh, uh an opportunity to kind of create a little thank you uh, dinner or a little thank you get together where you pull a few people together that you just want to honor and say, listen, I just have wanted to bring you together just to say thank you. Um, maybe notice your own tendency to compare yourself to other people that make you feel dissatisfied or entitled and just abstain from statements that compare yourself uh, instead, give thanks for what God has entrusted you and given you. So just some thoughts today. And I want to close with um, a, a psalm, Psalm 136. And, uh, and then just give us an opportunity to give thanks to God. Um, and Cece has been a good girl for us here today, which is helpful because I haven't had to get up and chase her down. <laughs> so I'm thankful for her, even though... Uh, she's been a challenge in a good way. Uh, Psalm 136 says, Give thanks to the Lord because he is good. God's faithful love and lasts forever. Give thanks to the God of all gods. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the Lord of all lords. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the only one who makes great wonders. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one who made the skies with skill. God's faithful love lasts forever. I think we're catching on here to a pattern. Give thanks to the one who shaped the earth on the water. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one who made the great lights. God's faithful love lasts forever. The sun to rule the day. God's faithful love lasts forever. The moon and the stars to rule the night. God's faithful love lasts forever. God, today, we recognize that your faithful love lasts forever. And so I want to give you an opportunity right now if you're listening just to answer that question uh, or that, that statement. God, thank you today for, what is it that you're thankful for? What is it you're thankful for? What is it that you're grateful for? Again, it's a choice. You might find yourself in a situation right now that is very difficult, is very dark, is very hard. You might feel like you're in the pit. Maybe it was hard for you even to put this devotional on today. But making this choice today to say, God, I want to thank you for. And just to even utter the words might be an act of faith. 
It is an act of faith, and it's an act of worship. Maybe it comes easy for you today. How might you share that faith with someone else today and that gratitude with someone else? God, today we thank you that your faithful love lasts forever, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen.